Christ. There we go. All right. Fucking. All right, here we go. Do you want me to talk or do you want to talk? I'll go. Welcome to the, uh, uh, god damn it, dude. Hot Welcome, damn. <laughs> I don't know what was more disturbing. It was either your, uh, it was your dancing that no one else could see, or if it was the fact that you were breathing in the microphone while you were doing it. It was like you were whispering sweet nothings into my ear. Balzac. Uh, welcome to what will probably be the most depressing episode of the Drunken Fan podcast we are uh we're doing a special episode here it's a sobering episode little uh little bonus episode since there is no game seven for the stanley cup finals the stars went out there in game six and put up a put up a giant goose egg up on the board and tampa scored two and here we are tampa bay they had their uh they had their parade today i, I still i couldn't bring myself to watch it but uh no, I mean I'm I'm happy for guys, the guys like Sergeyev and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, like those and, and you know guys like that. I still think Pat Maroon could suck a fat one. And did you notice that he was the he was the guy that led the handshakes going like the no through, I, yeah, I yeah. turned it off oh, before they, yeah, that. he and th- this is another thing that here's <clears throat> freaking NBC doesn't know anything about hockey and i hate that they're the ones that are covering are we recording yeah oh okay okay uh i hate that they're the ones that have the exclusive rights to the nhl because they have no idea what they're doing and it was right as they were going to as john cooper and rick bonus were getting to each other in the handshake line uh, as a hockey fan, you're going, oh, how's this handshake going to go? Are they going to say anything to each other? Or they, is it going to be a quick handshake and yeah, walk away or whatever? Yeah, they used to coach together. Yeah, yeah, they used to work together, and I guess things ended... In Tampa. Yeah, in Tampa, and I guess things ended really poorly. And uh, Really? Yes. But right as they're getting to each other in the line, NBC cuts to an interview with Braden Point, and I'm sitting here going, what are you doing? Do you not understand what how the game works and like yeah. and the drama that's unfolding in front of you? But you're gonna go to Braden Point and no, show that handshake. And thankfully, Sportsnet had it. So mm. and it was it was not a good handshake. It was very brief to the point. Walk away. So, speak. You know, you know that uh, you know that that loss probably uh, it it really just stung Rick Bonus. Just yeah. a little bit more that yeah. I mean, once, I'm sure he's happy for all the guys that he used yeah. to coach, but he just <clears throat> you just know that he wanted to stick it right to, right up Tampa Bay's fucking asshole. And you, we're also not even talking about Ben Bishop. Yeah how how the hell do you think he felt after that loss? So yeah, we will. Uh, this is going to be just like a little bonus episode that we're just going to spend entirely talking about the stars, doing a recap of the season, and uh, we're, we're going to be talking about what to do with players, uh, free agents, and whatever. And so now, hopefully, we'll have this long episode. If, uh, if if anyone wants to sit and listen to all of this, then that's on them. But now the next episode won't be two and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. And I'm pretty but, sure I'm pretty sure that's what uh, cost us those 
Finnish listeners. I went and looked at the analytics. They were both on the first episode, which was titled Kiviranta. So I guarantee they were searching for Kiviranta and stumbled across us. And they were like, oh, cool. And then it was like an hour, hour plus before we even got to the stars. And they were like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. But I mean, you can fast forward, but whatever. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's we, fine. I, didn't, I don't, I don't pay enough attention to put in the show notes like where each section is i guess i should but i'm nobody's paying me to do this so no yeah it's it. yeah yeah but uh so one, yeah one thing i do want to mention though this just hit me Braden point looks like animal from the muppets i don't know how i just figured that out i guess it's been bugging me all this whole time phenomena either animal he looks like yeah, it's either Animal or Oscar the Grouch. Well, I think Braden Point doesn't give a shit how he looks right no, now. You know, no, it's, no, <laughs> no. This is my just little last dig. You know what I mean? Like, haha. Well, I still win. No, no, no. We, 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 we definitely no, we are on the losing side here. So, just um, obviously, the stars just go out in Game Six, and they just they, they just don't show up for it, man. And it uh, it really really sucked. And they didn't show up. Until the third period, yeah, and and by that by then it was too little, too late, man, and yeah. it was and once again, like we were talking about the power play, the power play was still rolling for Tampa, and once they, again, yeah, they they <clears throat> got the they got that important first goal, and I mean, I just there was just there, there's a lot of things that happen in hockey that you feel it in your gut and you just know it, and as soon as I saw that Braden Point scored, I just. Of course, it had to have been Braden Point, and of mm. course, it had to have been a power play and all that. But as soon as I saw that they scored first, I just I knew it was done. Yeah, you, it was just in the air, and it was kind. Of, they were it, it was kind of fighting for like who's gonna who's gonna give first. Yeah, and if the star scored first, then it would have probably been the exact same feeling on the other side. Yeah, they, they've probably been like, oh god, here we go. Like they're they're getting their momentum. They 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 beat Vasilevsky. We still haven't been able to get past Hudobin in this game and so I just I it just it just really sucked and it you would have you would have liked to see more of a fight out of them but I just think that by the time that everything that this team had to do in order to get to that point I I and and and, yeah, and just, what they had to do to accomplish in order to end up winning the top prize yeah. oh dude yeah it they, was just I just think it was too much and I just yeah, I don't think they that just it, they ran out of miracles man they, they did and they they ran out of they ran out of steam they ran out of bodies yeah, because, that's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, like we were, we were talking about last episode, uh, the the power play looked so bad, and I went back and started thinking about it. Like it's mostly because, like you said, we were missing our top the, like, the not penalty the power kill, not the, power, the, yeah, the, the penalty kill, penalty kill. The, we were missing our top penalty penalty killers. Yeah, and and it like <laughs> it was almost every time that somebody got a penalty called on them. It was one of the remaining penalty killers. You know, it was Radulov. It was Alexiak. Yeah. Or it was Como. You know, it's like... Well, Como's been hurt. Not Como. Uh, Cogliano. Cogliano, yeah. Yeah. And so it just... It's like, Jesus Christ. It, it really... It, and, and this is probably the lowest moment of any sports fan ever is whenever your team loses in the championship. It just... You, you can't replicate that feeling... At all, because it's it's just not it's and it, you, like you don't feel the same way like after like you have like a death in the family or yeah. something like that. Like I'm not trying to like, but it's two different feelings. But it's just such a low and it yeah. Was, and 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 to think about that, Dallas fans have gone now one for 
six in championship games since the uh, since yeah since, since the, Brett Hull yeah since the Brett Hull goal uh, you got the Mavs with the one lone win yeah because the, star, the, the stars, stars had lost two. in two thousand and now this one the Mavs lost once oh so it's five yeah and then uh, and then the two Rangers World Series yeah yeah so they went so yeah so one, one for five one for one for five over the last twenty years yeah yeah so it's just. We we know we know a lot of disappointment in uh, yeah, in this yeah. area. I know, and it's it's not fun. But let's not uh, let's not dwell on it. Yeah, let's not dwell on it too much. I guess it just oh man, like I think I think Jamie Ben spoke for all of us whenever he didn't say a word in yeah. his press conference. Yeah. Like it's that like and here it, we are saying lots of words. Well, it's we're 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 trying to find the words that Jamie Ben couldn't find, and it just. It just it, you just really feel for that man because he he is nothing but Dallas Stars. He and, really is. And here was the other thing too that I was really feeling is that '99 team that won the cup. That a lot of those guys, not a lot, because Joe Newendike wasn't, Brett Hull wasn't, Ed Belfour wasn't, but that team was still fresh off the boat from Minnesota. And I know Mike Madonna is yeah. homegrown from Minnesota, yeah. North Stars everything yeah and so whenever whenever they won the cup in 99 it was great for the city of dallas because but it, it, but it really was kind of like a minnesota it felt win. like it yeah. felt like a minnesota championship this championship would have been a dallas stars championship and 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 jamie ben it, he won a calder cup uh in the ahl with uh with the texas stars because it was him and um who's the other oh my god this is gonna drive me nuts I can't, I can't think of it, but it was it, it, Jamie Ben down in the AHL won a championship. You know he wanted to come to Dallas, and since he's the main guy, he's he's been wearing the the captain C for yeah. seven years now, and it, he actually it was seven years to the day uh, for Game One of the finals. Oh, really? Like, yes. A, and here's another fun, uh, a little fun nugget here. I this isn't me. This is this is M- NBC that had all this, but Tampa Bay's first ever preseason hockey game when because they were an expansion team oh right was against minnesota and they beat them yeah the same night as game one on the stanley cup finals yeah 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 i remember and if, that and if that's not even crazier to think about the cup was presented in an empty arena in edmonton alberta canada to a team from tampa bay with no fans in the stands like it, like th- that right that image of them carrying the cup across the ice wearing the masks and the gloves and just taking it all down there to an empty arena it was you look at that and it just like perfectly encapsulates 2020 you're just you're just going how in the hell did we get here it's yeah. it's and, and it's all normal and it's it's just it's just crazy to think about it but it's uh it just just a bunch of fun little facts from the Stanley Cup that game one and then all the way until the end it was it was just, it was, yeah, just it was just too hard of a hill for them to climb, and just the the hard fought battles that the stars had to do. So you, you kind of, you kind of get, yeah, you kind of get why they go out and just not produce, yeah, just because they, you could just, they, they were probably done. Tan, the, the, like, and you look at the other side of the ice and all those really, really good players that you had to really overcome. And speaking of the other side of the ice, at least the Stanley Cup will be coming to Dallas, at least for a short time, because of Blake Coleman. And uh, good for good for him. Good for hockey yeah. in the Dallas Fort Worth area because he 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 grew up obviously in Plano, 
and all of his friends were probably out playing football and 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 doing all that stuff and he chose hockey and he got rewarded for it because he got traded from new jersey terrible team up there he got traded and uh went to went to tampa and tampa had to give, give up a lot for him because he's not that that was an unusual trade because usually you trade players who are going to be a free agent at the end of the year blake coleman still has another year on his contract so he so that trade it, it, it you knew it was going to be for at least another year and they'll probably want to re-sign him hell why wouldn't they he produced for him he he didn't have a good game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, but my no. God, did he come on there at the end? <clears throat> yeah, like, and, and I was hoping, I was really hoping that Dallas would at least get one goal past Vasilevsky, not just for the obvious reasons, but it, that, that way been, the game winner would be, it would have been, been Blake Coleman. Yeah, like how how cool of a story would that have been? Like you want to talk about a movie moment? That right there, he beats his team that he grew up cheering for his whole life to get a cup, and it's just a lot of crazy storylines here to uh that that could be unpacked but I don't, I don't know but do you have anything else to add before we move on to the the star season as a whole <clears throat> i mean i like like i said i i feel i feel good i'm happy for the uh the guys like stamkos and I mean, stamkos especially yeah stamkos especially yeah. because that's one of those guys He's like, he's there, Jamie Ben. Not yeah. just because he's the captain, but just because Stamkos he is Tampa Bay Lightning yeah, through and, and through. And and as soon as he came in the league, it was like that guy's gonna win a cup. Yeah. And he hasn't yet, but yeah. well he hadn't yet, but now he has. And see, and good good for him for suiting up for game two. He didn't he only played like three minutes. Yeah. But and he got had a goal. And, and he got a goal. And so it it's not like you can if if the stars would have won, Ben Bishop would have gotten his cup. Yeah, and he would have deserved it. But I could I could hear a lot of people saying it's like yeah, but you didn't play, and it. But the stars aren't in that position at all without Ben Bishop. I don't even care that he came and played and shit the bed like crazy in that game against Colorado. He, I would have looked at that and been like, you deserved that. Yeah. But and now no one can say that to Stamkos because at least he came in and played right. one game. Right. And, right. And and, he, and got a goal. Yeah. And got a goal and produced for him. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking of, since we're on Ben Bishop, this is I think is perfect segue into uh, talking about the season as a whole. Okay. Well, let's okay. Well, and then we can we start off with the the skid that they had at the very beginning because it, preseason for them was up and down high and low but that you expect that with preseason yeah, preseason so you you, yeah, yeah yeah you're kind of testing out the waters and seeing what you got they come out and they they have the one seven and one start and i think that the big turning point it wasn't that first game against boston because boston was the president's trophy winner we didn't know it at the time but we knew that boston was going to be contending at least for the top spot in the west yeah are you sure yes we're recording I'm okay 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 <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry it's just the things aren't changing anyway yes they are are they? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, my bad. My bad. So it wasn't that loss to Boston because they came out and they, it was, it was, it was kind of like the Stanley Cup final game six. Like they, they had a slow start, which is this, which was the way the Stars played this whole year. They had a slow start. Boston went up two nothing, and then they came out, and that's whenever uh, that was the game where Roman Polak went into the boards hard broke his sternum and it looked like he was going to probably break his neck but he didn't yeah. so that's good uh but it, i think that the turning point really for the beginning of the season was that second game against st louis they lost that game three to two 
But they were up 2-1, and Esselindel had a goal that would have put them up 3-1, but it got overturned from uh, an instant replay and an offsides challenge. Yeah, And then a, a shot went up, and, oh, and this was in St. Louis, the first game back in St. Louis since Game 7 the year before. And there was a shot that hit Ben Bishop in the chest, went up and over his shoulder and into the net that gave them that game-winning goal. And I just remember, it, it was very reminiscent of that goal in Game 7. And I think that that fucked with their heads because the very next game, they play Detroit, who won 12 fucking games all year, and uh, Anthony Anthony Matha comes out, drops four on you, and you lose that game to Detroit four to three. And that was the moment where I looked at it and went, "Oh God," because we knew like how good we knew Boston was going to be. Yeah, we knew how bad Detroit yeah. was going to be. Yeah, like, yeah. like we expected them to. The like, if they were going to win ten games this year, you'd be like, "What the fuck, man?" And one of those wins was against the Stars, and it's an embarrassing one. And that was easily easily the most embarrassing loss on the season oh yeah and it, it took them a long time to recover from it because they got to win that next game against washington in washington which was huge but they gave up a goal in the last minute of the third period whenever uh washington had their goalie pulled and i was i was at the gym listening to this on uh, like in my headset and i was just i was so livid because i just they could not drop that game and i but it, it, once again a gut feeling i just knew that they were going to score 6 on 5 because that's how the season had gone they end up winning in overtime which that was their first win of the season which it, it didn't even really feel like a win it was just one of those things where they like, were holy lucky shit, yeah. We survived yeah they were lucky to get that then they lost to calgary then they lost to washington this time 4 to 1 lost to buffalo yikes 4 nothing Yikes. Uh, and then lost to Columbus, who was a better team. At the time, we felt like that that was like an embarrassing loss because because Columbus yeah. had lost Bobrovsky, they had lost Panarin, and they had lost uh, Matt Duchesne. So that, that team was supposed to be like the Detroit, like battling Detroit for the worst record. Uh, but they ended up being a better team. Then lost to Pittsburgh, lost to Philadelphia, and then finally... They break it out. They get a they get a big long homestand. They win Ottawa, Anaheim, Pittsburgh. But then the real turning point of the season was that game against Minnesota on October 29th, where they won six to three, and uh, they went down quick three nothing, and then just some they pulled Ben Bishop, yeah, and they put in Hudobin, and then it's just at that moment it's like everything changed, and they come back and they drop six unanswered goals including five in the third and a hat trick from Radulov. So that was that moment that really turned the season form. And going into November, it was just everything. Everything was winning. Everyone was winning. And I'll never forget November. I, I, I'm not going to do this the whole way. I'm going to let you get words and I'm sorry, but uh, the, um, there was a game. I'll, I'll, uh, there was a game on November 16th against Edmonton where they, they won five to four. But I was at work and I, I didn't have my phone on me, but I would go upstairs and check my phone every now and then and see. And I saw that they were they I think that they were down like four they were down like four to one or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but uh, but I just remember seeing looking at that being like, oh, well, they can't win them all. And good, good that they've kind of found themselves, but they're, they're just going to drop this game. And then I get off of work. And I look at my, I go, holy shit, they fucking won. And that, that game right there was the game where I was like, okay, we've got something here. This team 
is going th- this team is going to make more noise than they did last year like it yeah. was that game <laughs> where they came back and they beat uh they beat Edmonton and uh after being down big and it, and and they kept this giant massive winning streak going and it was just insane to see that and that, that was like that moment where I was like okay we've got something good here and we're we're we're, we're really fucking cooking with gas here yeah um can I keep going? Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. And so then going into December. Yeah, going into December, you I wake up uh on December 10th and mm-hmm. to this odd little notification on my phone that says that the stars have fired Jim Montgomery. And you're going, Jesus what? Christ! Why? Like, like I understand that they had a bad start, but they've kind of started coming in, and they're 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 the, getting uh, yeah, yeah for for all of November. Yeah, they were the, oh, yes. the best team in the, hockey, dude. From from like November to like halfway through December, dude, to, like, to that point, yeah, basically. like probably yeah. I mean, it, you, like it, so it was the craziest thing, and obviously we know now what it was is he just he had a drinking problem and his uh, his conduct was unbecoming of the stars organization or whatever legal bs you want to put behind it but the stars even still like they 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 have a game that night <laughs> they show up they show up yeah. expecting things to be yeah. normal and they find out that they've lost their coach and i've got to give the stars a lot of credit because no one no one knew for at, at least a month yeah and 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 jim montgomery was the one that the released one who, what happened yeah, yeah, yes yeah. yeah i mean okay and and in in a time like this where everything well, is media. yes absolutely dude and that's 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 program well not program loyalty but that's that's uh, that's employer loyalty yes. right there you know what I mean like there's you know that there were interns who knew and weren't saying a word to anybody yep and like that's that's the kind of loyalty that this organization inspires in its employees which is it's crazy yeah uh, and 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 so not only were the stars like top notch on the ice but they 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 showed that they're top notch behind closed doors too like the the office and everything it's it's yeah. very respectful very um very loyal and uh it's it, it like it's it sucks that that happened because it, Jim Montgomery was really he didn't even he led the stars to the playoffs last year for the first time in three years yeah so the stars were they were always this really good team they just they were missing the right pieces and and Jim Montgomery was their third head coach in three years because it went Lindy Ruff Ken Hitchcock for one year then Jim Montgomery and and he never really got a chance to get his really really put his stamp on this team i know that that was big throughout the playoffs because rick bonus had to put his stamp on it right and i I don't know if the stars keep jim montgomery like say nothing happened and Mm -hmm. and i I don't know if the stars make it this far because I, i i think that rick bonus had to put his he had to he had to put his stamp on it and you can clearly see the difference between rick bonus's team and jim montgomery's team Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not saying that they couldn't have gone that far with Jim Montgomery. They almost did the year before. Yeah, uh, but it just seems like Bonus's team was a little bit more balanced. I think so than than Montgomery's. Montgomery's was like we're gonna get a lead and we're gonna slow yes. everything down. Very very boring. Very very I wouldn't say dull, but just boring hockey. Yeah, you know, you get one goal and then you just hold it. Bonus seemed like he wasn't gonna try to slow down until you had a two or three goal lead. Yeah, and yeah. Then okay, let's. 
well, start you, to crawl. You've got guys like Klingberg and Haskinen, and yeah. th- like you can't have you can't have those guys be these top offensive threats. And then and, not use and, them. And, and not and not use them. And Jim Montgomery used them. Of mm-hmm. course he did, because oh, yeah. that's how we knew about Klingberg and Haskinen in the first place, is because we knew what they but could did, do. But we didn't know how good they were. I know, I know. It was it was like they they had training wheels and Rick Bonus just took them off took off took off the training wheels from that bike and said, Okay, guys, go do what you do best. Yeah. So, so, but the, the good thing is, is that the stars actually get a shutout that night. They they beat the New Jersey Devils, and I know it's the Devils, and yeah, they're yeah. yeah, I know. But still, like after all that, like it just shows it like the, the resolve that the, this team has. The Taylor Hall list Devils too. Not no, 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 at no, that they, point. No, that's right. They had they still, they still had, had Blake Col- They still had Blake Coleman and Taylor Hall and uh, PK Puban. Yeah, Ugh. and I don't think Corey Schneider had gotten sent down yet either who was in net that night let's find out it was uh sorry no no it was it was michael blackwood never mind so yeah Corey schneider was Corey schneider was now no longer a part of that picture but still the stars end up getting that uh that two nothing win for rick bonus and it just like it just shows like the how much gumption that this team really has yeah i know dude those those guys like nothing was gonna phase them and so it, it really does suck that Jim Montgomery never really got a chance to coach in that Winter Classic because you know that he was just looking forward to that. Yeah. But even still, though, it's like once the calendar turned to 2020, Jesus Christ, did we not have any clue what no was clue. in store for us? No clue. But 2020 starts off with a, with a bang for and it really does literally in, with it, Corey Perry, it, the bang. It, it, it's yeah. And <laughs> they, they were selling game worn jerseys from people and Corey perry's was one of them and i'm 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 sitting there looking at me like is ryan ellis's beards like beard hair still in his sleeve from whenever he just fucking and i don't think Corey perry did that i don't on think purpose. he did it on purpose I, but, no, but, but you have but to eject him for it's that. Corey perry he's anything yes. he does accent or not he's gonna make it look like he did it on purpose just to piss everybody off of course of course and that's 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 why you love having a guy like that on your team but you don't want to see like, you don't want to see someone get like hit the, in the head like that yeah, right 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 but the perfect the perfect uh uh stanley cup Corey perry moment is where when no 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 when he had the dude in the headlock and then he's looking at the ref like what <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's more that's more Corey perry i was thinking of the i was thinking of the uh the nut shot yeah the nut shot on Braden point <laughs> but yeah, that, that, one, one, yeah. that one too that one's that one's i think i feel like that one's more pavelski than perry pavelski is the one that's like nobody's looking wow yeah pavelski's sneaky perry, dirty perry's like mm. i don't care yeah 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 perry <laughs> perry's in your face about it pavelski he's more he's more sneaky dirty man so but the it was so funny that watching the winter classic and whenever the, the that's how nashville scored their two goals was on that five minute major from perry and they they yeah. got two goals in it yeah but then it was shut down and and you even knew you even yeah. knew watching that game being like yeah you're getting your chance but you know that the stars are going to come back and right. get, it, well, get it right back at that, you predators they're not they're not the predators that they were two years ago no and it's just i'm not gonna say they suck but they're here's hoping that the stars don't take that turn man yeah yeah so but we'll we'll see about that one but yeah they they come back and they win four two that's that's all the offense that nashville got was on that power play everything Mm -hmm. else was just we're gonna shut you down we're gonna come back and they were saying and obviously there's eighty thousand people in the cotton bowl and they're gonna be loud yeah but uh they the, the, if you even go back and listen to the replays like you can hear how loud that crowd gets whenever Radulov scores that power play goal that puts him on top yeah whenever he makes it three to two and you could hear how 
like I'm getting chills just even just just talking about it. But they were saying like they they had no idea a group of people could be that loud in one moment. And it was just it was just insane. And it it, it really did just kind of give us a preview of what the Stanley Cup playoffs were going to be like. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. just that winter classic game. Uh, just it, stars go down, but they're never out of it. And so until mm-hmm. until Tampa. But anyway, yeah. well, then, uh, and then a few days later, they uh, not a few days later, it's 10 days later. It's Pavelski's return to San Jose, re- return to the Shark Tank for him. And it was it sucks that the stars lost that game. But it, you just there was just so much momentum that was in the air and it was just very emotional and you knew that the San Jose players were feeding off of that because that was still the same team that he was playing with like just the year before and he'd been with that team for 14 years and he knew all those guys and so you know that they were juiced up for it and so uh so there was that and then they played Tampa Bay they beat Tampa Bay at the end of January so and it was so funny too because if you look at all the series, uh, head-to-head matchups in the regular season, every yeah. single series, the Stars had the better hand, except for Calgary. Uh, yeah. But every, uh, like, Colorado didn't beat them at all in the regular season. They're, they're, the Colorado's first win against Dallas was in the round robin, whenever they beat them 4 nothing, And then um, they had a better... They had a better record against Vegas, and they had a better record against Tampa. So it was—it's not like this team came out of nowhere, right? Right, and and you really—I mean, you look at—you, of course, everybody's going to have injury injury problems in the playoffs, but but it really did come back to to haunt Dallas in a big way in the finals. Yeah, yeah, and so rolling, but, but we we've we've beaten that. Yeah, to yeah, death. yeah, of course, of so. course, and so. Rolling into February and then March, whenever play stopped on the 10th, they had just lost to New York, uh, two to four. And that was, that was a rough game to watch. It, 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 it was the stars. Like they, they kind of made a little push there in the third cause they got the last two goals, but it, you just knew a four, nothing lead was just not going to be enough for the stars to even really come back and, uh, uh, come back from that one, but they had lost. They they the two games prior they were blanked by Nashville twice. They lost to Edmonton two to one. They lost to St. Louis three to four. They lost to Boston three to four. And so that like going into March and into that playoff run, I'm I'm more so. I was concerned that we were seeing a typical stars late season collapse because that's what happened the three years prior before Jim Montgomery took over and got him to the playoffs that next year. But like they, they were very, very, very famous for their late season collapses. They'd be in a good spot and then they'd end up losing so much. And I saw it happening again. So, and I think the best thing that could have happened for this team was the COVID break because it allowed Rick bonus to put his stamp on the team, but it also allowed like, the stars to kind of get their shit together. But it's just kind of funny because if you look at the season as a whole, they started, they started terribly. They were probably the best team in the NHL until February, whenever they had their late season collapse where it was going. And it was kind of the same thing in the playoffs. They opened up in the round Robin, not good. They were probably the best team. I would say that they were the best team in the first, second and third round. Yeah. I like easily because because yeah. look at the teams that they had to beat and they didn't just beat them it, it, like they beat them so many different ways right yeah and then they get into the finals they have the a good game one 
and then they have like a really, really just big fall from grace it, right there. And it, 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 their, their playoff run really did remind me of the 2010 Rangers where it's just they, yeah. they fight and they claw and then they finally get to the World Series and you're like, oh, thank God. And then everything goes to shit. Yeah, like they, they lost they lost four they to one, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they just can't you couldn't couldn't do anything. And I, I, that's not how the, it it's not really how it felt with the stars, but it was one of those where it's like we can do the things that we want to do except for keep out of the fucking penalty box. Yeah, and that, that but that had always even all year long that's just something right. that just followed the stars everywhere. So. Right. But but I mean when when uh most of your penalty killers are injured and then the ones that are taking the penalties are the leftover penalty killers, it's kind of a a huge thing. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's that's that's just the season right there. Uh, it, it was regardless of the COVID thing that happened, like that all obviously is interesting. But the season as a whole was just the craziest I, season yeah. that I've ever seen. A, a winter classic, a head coach getting fired, a terrible start, a terrible finish, and then you go on this incredible, memorable Stanley Cup playoff run that goes as deep as you can go without winning the ultimate and, prize and and every single series people were counting them out yep every one of them even, every even, single even series. in calgary the stars were the third seed and the the flames were the sixth sixth seed but they they went down two to two to nothing yeah. in the series and and people were like well there, there goes dallas you know because of how badly they played in the bubble up to uh, that point yeah in the in the round robin tournament yeah, yeah. And, and even the game that they won against st louis that was even still one of the because they had to score in the last minute and then they won in a shootout and uh, shootouts are just the absolute worst. But what can you do? And they didn't they didn't lose the fir- they 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 lost game one. Uh, they they won game two five oh, okay. to four yeah, because right. that was the one that they had a big lead. They gave it up and then you're, Corey Perry right. found yeah. uh, Alexiak and they scored in the last minute of the period to end up winning five four. You're right. And yeah. so yeah. And so then they lost two nothing to Calgary in game three and then. That's every then yeah. then that's then, then they like, then they woke they up yeah yeah yeah. But, yeah because they they almost went down three one and then Pavelski gets the twelve and a half seconds left goal that gives them the hat trick and gets it to overtime and then they end up winning and that's that that's whenever everything changed and yeah it was a it was it was it was a very strange extremely entertaining season yeah I mean even like because because the highs were the highest of highs and the lows were the lowest of lows. It's just, there was, there was no middle ground with this team whenever it came to how they played and how they won and how they lost. Like like everything, everything about them was, uh, was extremely entertaining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I picked a hell of a season to really start paying attention because I've always kind of followed the stars. You know what I mean? Like I know enough to know that Kari Lettinen, was uh you know goods not as advertised and Anthony Emmy was supposed to be kind of like like when we got Kari Letton and Anthony Emmy together it was kind of what they were going for was kind of like the Ben Bishop Hudobin thing where it was like okay well we they, got the, we got this guy who can play lights out you know most of the time and sometimes he's a little leaky and so we kind of try to balance him out with somebody who's who's solid and then both of them who's were won like, a cup yeah 
and both and then both of them were like not so great (laughs) no it was it was extremely mediocre goaltending and it was the the year that the stars were the number one seed in the western conference yeah both goalies won 25 games the stars won 50 games that year and both goalies won 25 games but it's the team won 25 games like there was was, yeah yeah, that that was the lindy rough stars and they uh (laughs) they're putting up six goals Easy, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then they would lose seven to six, and it yeah. was just, yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. So there are, man. So that's the uh, that's the season as a whole. So yeah. now let's kind of discuss where we yeah, go, from, go, where so, yeah, where so we moving, go from here now. Moving forward, and uh, I kind of uh, prepped you a little bit on these questions, but moving forward. If you're Jim Nil, like you're no longer Cameron Massey, you're Jim Nil, and you have one move that you can make in this offseason to make the team better based on who's available, and it's not Petrangelo. No. Uh, okay. Uh, who is it? Oh, who's the one yeah, other, player other, that you yeah, go other get? Than, other than Petrangelo, because I feel like that's kind of a low-hanging fruit. I mean, the easy answer would be. What the fuck? The easy answer would be Taylor Hall, but Taylor Hall, I, he's he's just one of those guys, very Matt Duchesne esque. Like everywhere he goes, there's always drama behind it. Uh, he's I I've heard that he's a locker room cancer, and uh, he he somehow some way always puts like puts up these memorable seasons. But they're they're kind of not legendary, memorable. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, Taylor Hall kind of like he does good things, doesn't he? Right? Like it's, it's very Matt Duchesne esque. And I think that I think that if they sign Taylor Hall, his I, reputation might be better than he actually is. I think so. I think if they sign Taylor Hall, I I'm not upset by it. I just think that um, I just think that. Uh, I would, I would, I would question it first. I'd, so, I'd, I'd be like, really, like, but, but, okay, how, so, and, and once again, how much too? But, but who, who would you get then? Is what I'm saying. Like, well, that's hold, hold on one second. Oh, do you need a you you need a list of, of yeah. who's available? Gotcha. Yeah, hold on. Man, and the stars have a lot of unrestricted free agents this year too. Yeah, Corey Perry, Anton Hudobin. Joel Esperance, uh, Rupe Hintz, Matthias Janmark. Hintz is? Yeah, he's a restricted free agent. Oh, okay. All right. So I would say... Because the easy answer, the, I mean, let's just talk, real talk, the easy answer, get it out of the way, is let Janmark walk and sign Petrangelo. Right? No, but uh, but that doesn't make sense. Janmark's a forward. Petrangelo is oh, a, de- a defender. I thought he was a defenseman. No, no, Yanmark. No, he's a he's a forward. Oh well, then don't listen to me. I'm just trying to fill space where you're on your phone. Oh, okay. I would like. Okay, here's here's who I would sign. We can probably if you're editing. Nah, nah. No, there's no editing on this one. Okay, fine. Nah, fuck it. Okay, so I would say Tyler Toffoli. Toffoli. Yes, okay. Tyler Toffoli would be my guy that I want them to go get. The problem is, is Tyler Toffoli. He was traded to Vancouver. Uh huh. He was he was a, a, a 
before before the trade deadline like he was one of those guys that was and he produced yeah and he's but he says he wants to stay in vancouver yeah and i don't blame him vancouver is they they are that team they're I, another young team they're I, almost like a tampa i think they Van, have a lot of young uh, studs i think i think vancouver is two or three years ahead of where i thought that they would be i like you're looking at vancouver i thought that they would i know that this isn't a vancouver podcast but fuck it uh there i thought that, i think it's pronounced vancouver i think that vancouver was going to let uh damn i just derailed you. yes Sorry. i know no no it's fine it's fine i that's what that, i'm here for i thought that they were going to let jacob markstrom walk uh-huh. and then they were going to sign Braden holtby i think that i i thought <clears> that holtby was like their last little missing piece that they were going to want yeah and uh and he would really kind of get them to where they needed to be, uh, but but then Thatcher Demko came in, and now everyone knows who Thatcher Demko is, and it, it, they're 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 set. Uh, so I don't. They obviously need to let Markstrom walk because he's going to want too much money, and you Thatcher Demko has shown that he's ready, so you let him go. Yeah, why not? So I I would if I was Jim Neal, I would be on the phone trying to get t- Tyler Toffoli. Obviously, if Petrangelo wants to come here, that's the guy that you bring. If I don't know if he will, I don't know how much his loyalty lies with St. Louis, but I know that St. Louis kind of did him dirty. Yeah. Whenever they let him go, because they, they they were like millions of dollars off of what they want. So that's another thing that you got to keep in mind too. Is you got to you got to with the whole COVID thing, the 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 salary cap was going to go up, but not this, anymore. Uh, not anymore. It's yeah. gonna it's it's staying the way that it is. And you yeah. know that the general managers, whenever they were planning on who to sign, who to let walk. What free agents to pursue? They were looking at it with the new salary cap that was going to be what it was going to be for next year. But now right. it's not the case. So now they've got to shuffle everything around. But to answer that question, I would say Tyler Toffoli. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that I think Toffoli finds a way to get a deal done in Vancouver. But if not, that's who you go after. I think that he's proven that. Um, <clears throat> I think he's proven that he can perform and not just perform in just nothing situations. He can perform in the playoffs. Okay. And and I, I think that that would be like that one big missing factor that if your star, if your top players aren't going to produce, he's a good guy that can be on the second line that can be like, don't worry, boys, I'm going to take over while you're dealing with your skids right now. And I, I just think he would be perfect. Yeah. I don't see it happening, but that's that's who I'd want to go get. OK, uh, who on the who on the stars? That is going to be a free agent. Would you let walk Yanmark? Well, I mean, other than Yanmark, other than Yanmark, yeah. Who do you, of the of the free Martin agents? Martin Hansel. <laughs> of the free he agents, is, he's he's an unrestricted free agent now. They're finally losing that massive contract. So <laughs> Martin Hansel, I would let Martin Hansel walk before anyone. <laughs> like, get out of here, man. <laughs> hey, there's that cap space. Yes. Yeah, I know. He but, uh, uh, so so four point seven five million dollars. Million. That's how much Martin. That's I don't know why. I, that's how much Martin Hansel's contract is worth. So uh, so besides Yanmark, I because Ra- Radulov is is uh, a UFA, right? There's going to be a, no year. no next year next year yeah okay. yeah yeah okay. it's next year's his last but I year. I know I know Corey Perry was only on a one year deal. Yep, and and I think that he's earned some money. Yeah, and I think that if what he wants is too much, then you've got to let him walk. You got to let him go get it somewhere else. And probably he'll probably just go back to Anaheim. You think so? I I, I mean, 
I don't know. Anaheim is really bad, and I think Corey Perry. Corey Perry's got money. I think he wants to win, so yeah. I I can see him taking a friendlier deal here because he does great here. And and obviously, you, you anytime you make it to the Stanley Cup, even if you lose, you feel like you are maybe one or two pieces away. Yes, yes. Or and the stars are. You can probably look at the stars and say they're not missing pieces. They, right. they they were missing pieces in the final, and that's that, right, that was their injuries. ultimate downfall because of injuries and but, stuff like but, that. So maybe one or two upgrades, not even missing pieces, but one or two upgrades yeah. away from Yes. Okay, so but a for real a for real answer other than Yamark, I think you let Roman Polak walk. Yeah. He's he's done uh he and he he didn't even want to for obvious reasons, like just because of COVID, he didn't want to have to leave his family for that long. So Completely understandable why he didn't want to play, and I'm sure he was. I sure, I'm sure he wanted to play. He just weighed the the options, and mm-hmm. he just he probably assumed that the stars were going to be in and out and done, and he doesn't want to risk go, coming all the way from Russia to Canada just for one round and then going right back. So, I, but right. I I think that he I think you you you've seen who the people are going to be loyal, yeah, and play over regardless what the reason is and Roman Polak didn't he turned his back on his team so I think I think but once again I'm not like saying like how not, could you not turned his back on his team so much as uh it's it's just it, now it's not that his loyalty is in question per se but but now you don't feel like you can count on him. Yeah, and and it sounds like we're saying bad things about the guy, and I'm not trying to no, say no, no, that, no, but no, it's no, just... No, no, no. But, but when you're trying to win a Stanley Cup, uh, you're looking for guys that are going to prioritize the Stanley Cup, not, not necessarily the million other reasonable like reasons why you wouldn't have made, you know, wouldn't have gone and played. Yeah, I, and I think Roman Polak is a Jim Montgomery type of defenseman yeah he fits really well in that kind of system roman Polak, whenever he scored that goal he had a goal last year and he like every like that was like the big joke it's like i I score like once every five years or something so please get me that puck i want to keep the goals uh, the goals that i do get so and and i think that uh I, i just don't think that that kind of defenseman can really do as good of a job in uh, Rick Bonus's system. No, yeah, not with, no, especially not with the the uh, types of defensemen that you have with, you know. Yeah. So, so, here's here's the list of people that you must sign back: Anton Hudobin. Yep. Radic Foxa. Yep. Denis Gurionov. Yep. I think you bring back Sekera. Is wait. Uh, Gurionov's restricted. Free he's agent, a restricted though, right? free agent. I was about yes. to say, he's, he was a rookie, so he no, 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 no. I'm just listing off all because Fox is a restricted free agent. Um, sec, I think you bring back Sekra. I think he did. I think he did such a good job in the playoffs and he showed like, like how much grit and determination he had whenever he came back and played that overtime game in game five of the Stanley cup finals, because he really, I don't, I don't know what was wrong with them, but they were saying that whatever it was, was like really bad. It was really bad and he still came back. So I think you bring back Sekra if you don't, uh, if he doesn't want too much, you've got to bring back Rope hints. Yep. Uh, Joel Lesperance is a restricted free agent. He's going to be a part of your future going forward. You got it. He didn't. He was one of the black aces. We didn't really get a chance to see him in the playoffs, but we saw what he can do down in the AHL whenever they went on the uh, the Calder Cup run that they lost to the Toronto Marlies. But we've also seen him in the NHL, and his first goal that he scored, I believe, was his first night 
playing. And the it, it, Joel Lesperance, uh, there were people online saying, what a great Lesperance. Uh, like, I can't remember. They, they found a way to like make it experience uh, out of his last name. It was just funny. Nice. So I think you bring back Joel Esperance, Reese Scarlett, Galvin Bayreuther. Move your phone a little bit away from the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Galvin Bayreuther, Dylan Hetherington, Landon Bow. You probably let that guy walk. So, yeah, th- those are the people, everyone that I just mentioned, those are people I think you have to bring back just because for future, but then also for now. I, I, I'd like to, if Anton Udobin wants like a three-year deal, that's that's would be perfect because that would allow them three more years to really get Jake Ottinger back to where, not back to, but get but Jake up Ottinger to speed. up to where he needs to be because that's eventually going to be his crease. And he sh- he came in for Anton Hudobin twice, and once against Vegas and uh, once against Tampa, and neither time did he give up a goal. Yeah, I was about to say he didn't give up a goal. I, nope. He didn't face too many shots, from what I remember. Well, but. he had he had five shots from Vegas, and I don't know how many shots he faced whenever it was Tampa, but I know that Tampa was just trying to protect their lead and they weren't right. really trying to get stuff on, but still he looked like he didn't look timid. And, in no, the, yeah, and, yeah, he didn't yeah. look timid there. Cause and that's a huge moment. So yes. if, if the guy comes in and, and in the Stanley cup finals and that's really his, uh, his first, you know, experience in the, a, the West, in an NHL game, Western conference finals was his first. Oh, you're experience. right. You're right. But, but still, but still, he, still, he looked, Stanley he looked cup cool. Playoffs. Yes. Then. And, and he comes in and he looks cool as a cucumber. It looks like he belongs there. <laughs> Like uh, the regular season is not going to be uh, as steep of a learning curve for him. No, it's just going to be weird. It's going to be harder on him with fans in the stands, I think. Yeah, but but still, that moment was just so huge, and you know that he was he he had to have been like, oh shit. But yeah. but once he got out on that ice, he he looked like he was in control, and he looked like he knew what he was doing, and he looks great in the AHL. Yeah, like, like he just he does. He looks great. And uh, so I, I could see, like, if we kept Ben Bishop and we let Anton Hudobin walk, then I think that it would you'd have a Kari Lettinen, Jack Campbell kind of situation because Jack Campbell was, he was the future of this organization. He, like whenever Crosby was drafted, he was Sid the Kid. Jack Campbell, his nickname was also the Kid just because he, they drafted him 10th overall and they had big plans for that guy. And then Joe Newendike had to sign Kari Lettinen to that massive contract. And I it got in the way of him playing and getting his chance. And now he's in LA and he's getting he's getting chances to play and he's looked he's looked good. He hasn't looked great. Yeah. Uh, but still, like he's he's their future now. And I, I'd hate to see the same thing happen to Jake Ottinger. So I it, I would oh man. Like I would love for Ben Bishop to, because he chose Dallas. He could have gone anywhere else. It just sucks that hockey happens, and yeah, it's it's man. And see, since they didn't win, it's also so hard to kind of look at it and be like, ah, Anton Hudobin, the savior of the stars, and whatever. Right. And so it's in in reality with Anton Hudobin, he is never except he did in Carolina, and I know he didn't do great down there. So who knows if he comes back next year and they get rid of Ben Bishop and they go you, with Dobby? You like, don't what, really yeah, know like, sure yeah, you don't what know what, have. yeah, like a full 82 game season with Anton Hudobin. No one knows what that looks like because it has never happened. It has never happened. And you could argue that it's because he didn't get his chance and now he's getting his chance and he's thriving like, like he should have been in the first place or if this was just like a brief little moment where Anton Hunobin just got hot and then just poof kind of like 
Pecorine. Just he had a really, really good Stanley Cup final run in 2020. They lost, but then poof. So who knows what's going to happen here? We know what a full season with Ben Bishop would look like. Just the only thing that really concerns me is that contract. What? And injuries. And and he's, he's been, very he's, yes he's, he's been injured what three times now since he, he gets injured yeah all the time and it, it was last year you remember I sent you that meme I made that meme it's like can you just be cool just this once and it was been <laughs> but instead I changed it can you just not get injured just this once and I put Ben Bishop's face over over Ted's yeah uh, so it's just Ben Bishop is yeah very injury prone and I think that. Uh, it's that's that's one of those weird things too it's it would have been nice if they could have signed Dobby to a longer contract knowing what we know now and Jim Nillis said the exact same thing he's he said he said that he wishes that he would have signed him to at least in a, a two or three more years on that contract if he would have known and of course hindsight being what it is so there's there's a lot of unrestricted free agents and they're, they're, Jim Neal's going to have his work cut out for him because now these guys these guys have put in the work and they've they've earned big contracts. They have, especially Hints. We've seen what Hints can do, uh, it's in, especially in the playoffs last year. And whenever the Stars, yeah, Hintz, didn't Hints lead the team in goals last yeah, year? Yeah, he was he was a monster, and he did it all on a broken fucking foot too. So it's Hints was just the man last year, and he he was the only one that was ever really going during that one seven and one skit. He was the only one that would constantly keep scoring goals and doing what he needs to do. He fell off he fell off a little bit, but that's just because Haskinen came up and did his thing. And uh, it's it's the goalie situation right now in Dallas is it's not looking too good. And I only say that because it's a good problem to have because it's like, okay, well, which goalie do you want? Uh, the goalie that just took us to the Stanley Cup final or a Vesna finalist, a, a multi-year Vesna finalist who should have probably won last year. So it's a good problem to have. Uh, it's just you have to keep the future in mind and what, what you're going to do with Ottinger because if you're going to stick with Ben Bishop, then I think that you need to try and get something for Jake Ottinger and then, and then find another goalie to draft because you can't just let someone just like, you can't let someone like that just sit down in the AHL whenever they're ready to come up and play. And we don't know if Jake Ottinger is or not, but that's that's why a two- or three-year deal for Anton Hudobin would be better rather than sticking out with the rest of Ben Bishop's, the the last five years of his deal. Right, yeah. So there's there's the stars that I think you bring back. <clears throat> what next? Well, the the next thing that I was going to ask would be, what are you going to do? Like, what do you do in the goalie situation? Oh, yeah. So, so you kind of... Yep, so I answered that. Uh, and another question uh, that I was going to ask is, why is Taylor Hall not the answer? You've answered that. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, I, you know, it's with Taylor Hall, if the Stars do sign him, then of course you're going to be excited because he is... You could argue that he is the top unrestricted free agent this offseason. I mean, I, I still think it's Alex Petrangelo, but you I think you could easily make that argument for Taylor Hall. I just and and once again, if they sign him, then you're you're like, okay, fine. Like if this is where we're going, you're not gonna be upset with that move because until you see him come in and be a cancer, you really the stars survive Sean Avery. 
if you can survive Sean Avery, you can survive anyone. So, uh, it, Taylor Hall, he's and he said that he doesn't want the money. He says he's got the money. He wants to win, and the stars would. ease I bet you the stars are on the top of his list. I bet you. you I, I bet you they are because he could come to Dallas and say, "Look, I can give you those goals." Like that's that's really the big thing that they were missing there. It wasn't it wasn't defense and it wasn't goaltending that was the problem in the finals. It was the it was the uh, it was the top line not scoring zero goals from Ben Sagan and Radulov. Yeah, and you can't have that. And Taylor Hall can come in and say, "Hey, I'm going to be one of those big names now. Like I'm not just going to be some third or fourth line winger that's going to I'm I'm a part of that now. Like this is going to be like a video game team." Like, on paper, this team is going to look great. I mean, shit. Corey Perry, Joe Pavelski, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov, Taylor Hall. Like, what the fuck? Like, how do, how would a team like that really produce? So, it's like like when I was playing at NHL 20, and, the, and they signed Radulov. They had uh, Kopitar, Kovalchuk, me, and then they got Landeskog. And uh, Ovechkin, and it was like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, see, and that that can be a team like that if you do sign Taylor Hall. Yeah, and so it's it's one of those things that if he comes and he says he wants to play, you don't you don't go to Taylor Hall and say no thanks, we don't need you. I just I it just gives me concern to bring someone like that into this lo- bring him into this locker room yeah. that obviously meshes very well yeah 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 and I, I you would hate for someone like that to come in and, and ruin yeah, it yeah and ruin it It'd so be, like i don't want to i don't want to say that that it would be another Torello in situation but but as a Dallas fan that's the last thing you want who was like the, who, like i would have i would have gladly given up all the all the TO touchdowns all of them all of them fucking keep them like let's let's get somebody who's going to be you know less of a distraction and maybe help us win yeah yeah it it was like whenever the mavericks brought in lamar odom yeah oh my god and all and that shit show so i i don't think taylor hall will be that bad i i just know that whenever he went to whenever he was traded to arizona and arizona gave up the farm for that guy like like a lot of stuff and he was just like man I don't oh yeah i know yeah he like like but see but th- that that might be the difference is he i mean and obviously he didn't put them on a no trade list he didn't put arizona on it so if he really didn't want to go to arizona then you should have put them on that list but maybe now that this will be a team that he chooses to go play for them he'll have a little bit more passion a little bit more drive because i mean he I mean, he's 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 got hardware. He just doesn't have the hardware, you know. So <laughs> it, I I don't think because whenever whenever Jonathan Tavares was a free agent a few years ago, he had the stars on his list, mm-hmm. and and he came down, and the stars rolled out the red carpet for him, and they were like, "Here's why you need to pick Dallas because of this, this, and this." I think now since you you now have a uh, Clarence Campbell bowl, you can kind of look at him and go. You can, we're not going to we're not going to wipe your ass for you. If you want to come be a part of this winning team, yeah, then by all means, we'll, we'd love to have you. But we're not we're not going to yeah. sit here and we're not going to tell you how great you are and convince you why 
you should come to Dallas. If anything, you should come to us and say, here's why I, you guys should here's, sign me. Here's, here's, I mean, here's the pitch I think Dallas would have to, would have it'd be like yeah you just spent the last two months watching why you should come to dallas yeah for sure because so, uh, you weren't there yep and so i'm, I'm yeah yeah and so, so you definitely spent the last two months watching it so so taylor hall i i don't think is the answer but if he wants to come you don't tell him no so we'll we'll see how that we'll, we'll see how that plays out and free agency is going to be fun because the goalies galore, man, and the, dude, yeah, they're, they're and Henrik Lundqvist is one of them Heinrich, now too. Heinrich Lundqvist, uh, uh, Braden Holtby, Jacob Markstrom, Robin Leonard, Robin Leonard. So even if even if uh, Hudobin isn't the answer, or maybe you trade Bishop or or whatever, like, and you think Ottinger's not quite ready, there's a uh, yeah, I There's just There's a bunch of goalies out there. Maybe they're not as good as Ben but Bishop. All, but all but all but, of those goal none of those goalies want to come and be a, be be a backup. Those all of those goalies are going to go somewhere and they want to play wherever. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so yeah, that's like I like I don't think the Stars do anything with no, no, with no, with don't. other goalies and stuff like that. The only thing that they have to do is just re-sign Anton Hudobin and he says he wants to stay. He's just he just goes my agent handles this. I want to stay. I, I I can't give you answers. And then I also think you got to find a way to Take that interim tag off of Rick Bonus, yeah. Make him the head coach. Yeah. Just end it because because after just one dip and end it. After the Stanley Cup Finals were finished, I was worried that Rick. The reason why Rick Bonus was saying I'm not dealing with this is I I think that win or lose, he was going to ride off into the sunset. I was thinking that he was going to walk away. He was going to retire because he's the oldest coach in the league. Yeah, and I. I I was I was scared that the team was going to have to go through another coaching change because Montgomery's now an assistant in St. Louis and he can't sit there and go, "Oh, just kidding." Yeah. Remember that contract I signed? Not a thing. I'm going yeah, back to my old not, team. He's not Cliff Kingsbury. No, no he is not. Uh-huh. And so whenever uh so I just that that's why it's going to be hard to trade Ben Bishop because there's there's a lot of goalies out there on the market. If a team needs one, they'll they, go yeah, after they can them. Just go yeah, get them. yeah. So you really have to wait and see where everyone goes and see I do, who's I, left. I don't know. Then like, it seems like Bishop, other than the injury problems, is an upgrade. Well, in that uh, contract, over, over all of them though. That contract that's is true. He's got a massive, massive contract. That's true. So that's that's going to be the hardest thing to sell people on a on a goalie who is injury prone. And he was so injured that he he didn't. He couldn't even play during the Stanley Cup Finals, and like, and you know, everyone's battling injuries, but yet they're playing through it. So whatever was whatever was wrong with Bishop, it was like it was a big thing, whatever it was, and that those reports will come out in time. Yeah, but uh, it, it's just it's just concerning and and alarming for potential trading spots for mm-hmm. like like what would you want in return for Ben Bishop? I have no idea because you're, you're not going to get a whole bunch. You're not going to get draft picks for him. You're not going to get young players. You're, you're going to get some veterans of the game or lifetime, like, like AHLers that are lifetime AHLers that can produce in the Stanley cup or in the Stanley, in the, in the NHL. But in reality, they're like Travis Morin where it's just like, we'll, we'll call you up whenever we need you. But so the bishop trade if it happens it's not going to be much it's just going to be like here thanks bye and it's it, it's not yeah. going to be a big splash it's just it it'll all just depend on what happens with hudobin yeah and he wants to stay dallas obviously wants him back so i i think that they inca they they find a way to get a deal for him <sighs> so 
moving forward, moving on to next season. Where what what do you think a realistic expectation is of next season? What type of hockey do you think they're going to play? Are they going to go back to the more defensive focused Jim Montgomery type of hockey? Are they fully embracing the Rick Bonus type of hockey? I guess that would depend on if they make a head coaching change if bonus retires or not yeah it'll well he he's he said that he still has a passion for coaching so mm-hmm. it, he he doesn't want to stop he wants to keep keep coaching and so i think that they'll i think that they the stars find a way to get him his contract and whatever he wants to do and i i think that some stability and proper stability is going to be good for this team because if if they can just get one coach to stay around long enough, <laughs> like the team will find its footing and they already have. And I think that Rick bonus has, has, has cracked the code of this team. It's like, okay, this is how we have to play in order to succeed. Yeah. So I, I think that they, they stick with what worked in the Stanley cup finals in the, uh, in, throughout the playoffs. I think that they stick right. with what worked and depending on who all they sign this off season, I, I know that it's, First things first, you got to sign Rick Bonus, and I think that you stick with that. And if you want to go with a prediction, it's so hard to predict in hockey because it just because you make the Stanley Cup Finals one year. I mean, shit, yeah. just look at the Predators, man. They haven't yeah. even they haven't even come close since then. Right. But really, the I mean, the, the expectation the, yeah. should always be to make the playoffs. Yeah. Just fucking make it, and then anyone has a chance. You don't believe that? Just ask the 2012 Kings. You know the eight the eight seed. They came. They came back from being down three one to San Jose, and and won the Stanley Cup. So it's just as long as you can just make the playoffs, that's a success for me. Because as soon as you get there, that's all you have to do is get there, and then the playoffs take care of the rest. <coughs> yeah, I was more more talking about like the style of hockey. Oh no, yeah, that's hockey. oh yeah, yeah, that's but that's yeah. They as need, they I, need as I was asking the question, I was like, well, this really depends on. The head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but, but yeah, I think that they, they easily get Rick Bonus on board, give him a four year contract or something like that. You get Hudobin back. Um, yeah. And it's, God, it's just, it just depends because this team, the, I think that this team is either going to be the exact same team or a completely different team just because of all the unrestricted free agents and all that stuff. So it, 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 this offseason is going to be super pivotal for the, for the stars mm-hmm. to see if everyone wants to stay in Dallas and continue to win together because that I mean you saw Jamie Ben's post game after the Stanley after the after game six mm-hmm. and whenever they asked what does this group mean to him and he couldn't even answer the question I think that everyone wants to stay together and I think that all parties are going to find a way to be adults about this. Give people contracts, give people the money that they have that they have earned, because everyone who's a who's a free agent this year, it's not like it's just a bunch of nobodies. I mean, Foxa and Perry and Hudobin, like the, like those guys, they all produced for you. So you you got to give them the money that they you got to give them the money that they earned. And so it's either it's either they're going to have the money to do it or they're going to have to let them walk because the, they're, they're just going to be too far apart. So it's super pivotal this offseason, and uh, it's it's going to be fun to watch. And 
hopefully hopefully they can keep this group intact because they they've shown that they can be the best team in the league if they get their chance do you think they play a little bit more consistently next season do i you think, think yes you think the you're we're not gonna have these crazy swings yeah i think so i mean obviously you're gonna go through losing streaks and stuff like that but i don't think it's gonna be as but yeah, crazy the, and wild they, as it was they this had year. like three things that i've never seen before i granted i, I i'm not like a a crazy avid hockey fan uh yet i'm planning on getting there but but i i've paid attention to sports my whole life and i've never seen anything like this season no one has no one has and that's why it was such a big deal like even even for me like that's like you just don't see shit like that and it, it really is the stuff that movies are made of yeah and even though the stars didn't win, like the movie is still a possibility. So Adam Driver, as, yeah, as long, Dennis Gurionov, as long man. as Adam yes. Driver is in, I'm in. Yes, we need to we need to get him. <laughs> that's that's the first person that they need to lock down to to play someone is Adam Driver. So it's gonna be great. I can't wait for that movie. Who do you think would play Hudobin? <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> just love to see that oh my gosh <laughs> that's perfect i mean you know jason bateman is pavelski yeah. <laughs> oh man we're well we really derailed there <laughs> <laughs> it was like adam driver serious movie but that uh, nope will ferrell jason bateman <laughs> We need to work on this. We need to have like a thing where we we come up with a we come up with actors for everyone who's gonna, who's going to be playing that movie. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's this this season was as roller coaster e as you can get, and it was I would I wouldn't have traded a damn thing for the world, man. Like even even the shitty starts and the shitty finishes, and then obviously you want to win the cup, but even knowing what knowing what we know now i would still like if i woke up and the season hadn't even started yet and it was all just a distant memory but i knew how it was going to end like i would still be excited for this season there's no way like if you would have told me that they lose in the stanley cup finals in game six i think i think going into a season you're like shit i'll fucking take that yeah why wouldn't you oh yeah yeah so i i like i wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing about this season just because they were they were so close and they 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 could have they could have done it. Just injuries and good luck just ran out for them. And so Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I that's I I don't really have anything else to say. Just <laughs> get Rick Bon get Rick Bonus and Anton Hudobin back. Those are those are the big ones and then See if you can convince Tyler Toffoli to not stay in uh, Vancouver, and we're we're good. Yeah, I think it would be. I, personally, I would love to see them bring Corey Perry back. You know, like, yeah, I would too. Just the price has to be right. Yeah, because you really you really have to look invest in your future, and then all those guys that I read at the bottom of the list there, those are the, the all the AHL guys: Galvin Bayreuther, Joel Esperance. All those guys, you've got to bring those guys back too, because they, like those those are going to be like key contributors to your team in the future. So, and if Corey Perry wants too much, and it's it's between him and Galvin Bayreuther, like you've got to choose Bayreuther over him. Yeah. What? Uh, real. I mean, I don't know if this is real quick or not. What's the difference between unre- unrestricted free agent and restricted free agent? Because I know the difference uh, in baseball if you're not eligible for arbitration. You know what I mean? Like if you haven't 
if you don't have six years of MLB service, then then you kind of like you get whatever your team offers you and you go, thank you, sir. I might have another. You know what I mean? I don't, well, what is it? What is it like in hockey? In if you're a restricted, if you're a, an unrestricted free agent, you can go anywhere. Wherever, yeah. and, and as soon as someone signs you, you are now a part of that team. If yeah. you go to a team and they, they sign you, then you're a part of that team. A restricted free agent, if you go and sign with a team, the other team has like a week to match it. And if they match it, then you come back. Uh, okay. So it's they can still go shop. Yes. And but then if they if they find something then it's up to your team to match it and and there's not a choice you don't have to go oh it's like the your previous team matches it you're coming back yes yes uh, and and a lot of people a lot of people use that to their advantage like they'll go it's a bargaining chip well and and hockey's also really weird because you can sebastian aho got paid huge from uh because the, the, hockey also has this thing where you can go and you can sign a contract with another team and it's <laughs> it's not restricted free. I can't remember exactly what it is. I'll have to look it up and I'll I'll have an answer on the on the proper podcast about Sebastian Ajo. But Sebastian Ajo used something like that uh to his advantage because Montreal signed him and then he went back to Carolina and Carolina's like whatever, we'll match it. It's fine. Like it was just it was the it was the most ridiculous thing. I'll figure out what it is later and I'll have an answer for the on the podcast. But yeah, that's that's the difference between the two. So odds are you're going to be focusing on the UFAs because yeah. as soon as they're signed, then it's like, oh, man, we lost them. But the, right, but if, right. if you get like a thing that says like, hey, Rope Hintz just sat, just signed with New Jersey for this much and you go, oh, OK, yeah, we'll match that. It's fine. Just just call them and tell them to get back here. Yeah. So. OK, that makes sense. <clears throat> well, I mean. Are you spent? I'm spent. You're spent. I'm spent. Well, one thing I forgot to mention at the top okay. uh, is we have set up an email. And it's called Drunken Questions. So, sorry, drunkenquestions at gmail.com. So if you have any questions that you want us to talk about on the podcast, if you want to just email us and say that we suck, if you make us laugh, or if you have a good question, we're going to read it, we're going to answer your question and respond, or, you know, if we don't just try harder just be better we have uh we also have a twitter account too it's it's a drunken fan one i wasn't able to change the the twitter handle that you can't do that apparently oh you used to be able to you can change the name you can't change that the, the oh okay so it's drunken fan and then the number one yeah drunken fan and the number one yes so. uh, or just search for drunken fan podcast it'll come up yeah you can search by the name so if y'all want to give us a follow send us an email whatever it is uh yeah we'll and yeah like like he said we'll we'll read all that stuff mm-hmm. at the very end of the podcast going forward if we get emails and questions and stuff like that so feel free to reach out to us we're just two morons that have no idea what we're talking about but we're still zero <laughs> but we still but we still love doing this and we'd we'd like to we'd like to get you guys involved in that too so yep yeah absolutely and uh and while you're at it Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast instead of just listening whenever you're listening. And and uh, that way, when you subscribe, you get notifications whenever we drop new episodes. Typically, it's on Tuesday, but sometimes you get bonus episodes like this. And also, leave us a review. It doesn't have to be good. Just any review helps get this out there and put it in front of people that might want to hear us yammer on and make terrible references and inside jokes that we don't explain and and have bad takes please do not leave us a bad review if you if you don't have something nice to say do not say it at all if you're gonna leave a review please leave a good one 
Because if we get bad ones, no one's, no one's going to want to listen if we have all bad reviews. Whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, this is a uh, yeah. We'll we'll go ahead and cut this one short here, and we'll we'll still talk about the stars, but it'll it'll be just like a quick like we're like what we've been doing with the Mavs since the season's over. Hopefully, we'll have some updates on some players that they've signed or or what something that they've done with Rick Bonus, or maybe we'll have an update on what next year the NHL will look like. We yeah. just yeah, because we don't even know what the next season's going to look. They like have yet. they have proposals. Uh, they, I think that they said that the proposal right now is. Just to do four bubble cities mm-hmm. and uh you you stay at each one of those locations i think for like two or three weeks and then you move you move on you move on you move on so it's yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be weird and uh Ooh. according to that sounds that sounds rougher than just the two bubble cities yeah yeah i know i i hope it doesn't come to that man and and the nhl players the nhl sure Ooh. as hell hopes it doesn't yeah. have to come to that either because it's they're they're losing a lot of money here not having fans in the stands like that's that's their primary source of their yeah, revenue, ticket, you ticket know, sales, yeah, ticket yeah. sales and 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 food and alcohol purchasing, and so so all while, that stuff. While you're at it, go go to the the NHL shop and buy some Dallas Stars gear because that will definitely definitely help uh, keep hockey going. Yes, right now because shit, man, we don't even know. Two more years of this, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, I know, I know. So, if it, yeah, if, if this if this thing lasts for a while, I think eventually it'll probably get to the point where it's like, sorry, we're we're losing too much money. I know that y'all need your sports, but. If we're not making money, then we can't do this. And so it's right. Yeah. So, yeah, please go buy stuff. Yes. Not from us. We don't have anything. We go, don't sell go, anything. Go go buy sports stuff just so that way we can try and keep this going as long as we can, because who knows when this virus is going to be done. Unless you ask Trump, it'll be done in weeks. It was, yeah, it's going to it's going to go away. It'll yeah, it's just poof. Like, like uh, Pecorine. <laughs> <laughs>